Good afternoon and welcome to Chargers Outside Zone. I'm Chuck. I'm Thomas. And today we're going to review Mike Clay's 2023 LA Chargers projections. I'm, I know it's not one of your favorite things to do, uh, so we'll try to make this one uh, quick and painless, eh? Yeah. All right. With that, uh, reminder, this is a father-son hobby where we focus on the team building of the Los Angeles Chargers. We are not experts. We don't talk about gambling and betting, and we try to stay away from hot takes. So let's get into today's episode. Uh, Mike Clay uh, is an ESPN NFL prognosticator, according to his Twitter byline. Okay. Prison Mike is biased against your favorite team, racing fan, and I racing hazard. Hashtag girl dad. Sure. Um. I think the prison mic might be taken from the office, but uh, who knows? Anyways, that's who Mike Clay is. Give him a follow on Twitter. He does this every year. Mostly focused at uh, fantasy, but also gives you an indication of how he thinks teams will perform. Uh, so I'll probably have to look at it for fantasy. Okay. All righty. Um so, this was his numbers for last year where he had Justin Herbert throwing 386 completions for 4,342 yards, 34 touchdowns, and 12 interceptions. Let's see how he did. Uh, so, he was uh, a little shy on Justin's uh, yardage here. Uh, Justin outperformed by 400 yards, threw for uh, a low of – I think a career low 25 touchdowns and uh, and also a career low 10 interceptions, it if does, I'm not mistaken. It does not matter. <laughs> it does not matter. So he wasn't all that far off. Mm. Uh, for Austin Eckler, uh, he had him just going over the 1,000-yard mark in rushes, um, really close here, just off by 100 yards. Um, the one thing we noticed, uh, he projected 67 receptions for one Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler ended the season with 107 catches last year. It's almost, that's that's a lot of check downs. Yeah. Um, not anything against Austin Eckler, but I would like to see that number drop from 107 to something lower. Well, I'd rather get it into the to the hands of the wide receivers and well we'll look at Kellen Moore's offense. Yeah. That's a but that's but, a huge number of receptions for a running back. Yes. Um he projected Isaiah Spiller to have 536 yards. Obviously Spiller didn't have that kind of season. We um, we didn't we'll even take a look see, at, at his it, numbers this year. See him on the field. I think he ended with 41 carries and 200 yards. Sure, sure. Uh, Joshua Kelly, um, I think, performed better than this. But, uh, yeah. Uh, next up, Keenan Allen. Uh, obviously, Keenan was injured in game one, so he did not quite hit the numbers that uh, Mike projected last year. About 300 yards shy, um, obviously a low number of receptions for one Keenan Allen, who usually is 
over that 100-yard yes. reception mark. And maybe that's why Austin Eckler caught so many passes is Keenan Allen and Mike Williams' injuries. Well, with our first overall, first round pick. Yeah, we'll see how that impacts. Pro- probably cut down on the running back. Receptions? Receptions. Fingers crossed, right? Unless, unless the wide receiver is not comfortable yet or, wow. or something. I, I don't, <laughs> I so, don't think uh, that's going to happen, but. Keenan Allen's running mate, Mike Williams here, uh, 63 receptions, four off of Mike's projections, uh, 895 yards. That's that's about uh, 130 shy of, of what Mike had projected. Um, touchdown numbers not as high as Mike had projected, uh, but obviously Mike Williams had a tremendous uh, average yards per catch. Yes. And finally one... Gerald Everett here, uh, 58 receptions, slightly higher than Mike's projections, uh, with uh, 555 yards, uh, some upside there. Nailed the uh, touchdowns for Everett right at four. Yeah. So uh, that's just to give you a sense of uh, where he had players projected last year. Mm -hmm. Uh, And as you can see, um, you know, ballpark, give or take. Yeah, yeah. Let's take a look at this year's numbers. Uh, projected Justin Herbert to stay around that 4,300, the same uh, number that he had projected last year. Uh, obviously, I, Justin had 4,700 and some. He has 30 touchdowns and 11 interceptions. Uh, that would be a slight increase on touchdowns and and one more interception than last year. Again, I I don't know. I'm willing to give Justin Herbert the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I mean, I think as Chargers fans, we're all uh, looking for uh, Justin to outperform these numbers. I'm guessing he has Eason stick in here playing a game. Fingers crossed the uh, Chargers clinch by week 18, and and that's week 18 against the Chiefs. Sure. Austin Eckler uh, sharing the carries here with uh, Joshua Kelly um, and uh, and kind of a same or similar projection as as Mike had last year for Austin Eckler in receptions down to 67. I mean, uh, as we mentioned before, we're all for uh, a reduction in. Yes. Targets and receptions for Austin. Yes. Uh, we also don't have that bell cow like uh, our offensive coordinator had in we had, Dallas. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard uh, splitting some carries. So uh, some different backs I could, there. I could see. I could see that. Yeah. Um, he has Keenan Allen with 88 receptions, Mike Williams, 68. Uh, I, would, I think those are, I those would, are decent numbers. For I those would two. go with more. And Quinton Johnston with 86 targets, 51 receptions, 715 yards and five touchdowns. I uh, think that he's would be, a, 
He's a rookie. He is a rookie. So that would be a great baseline. I'm I, just looking for a baseline. I like that baseline. Um, I like the thought that Quentin Johnston gets in the end zone five times. Uh, obviously, we're uh, we want we want the over on these numbers, yes, right? But uh, not from a gambling perspective. Just we would like to see the actuals be higher than yes. in these numbers. Yes. Uh, Josh Palmer sticking around with 28 receptions, 298 yards. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Gerald Everett kind of projected in here is the same. Nothing significant. Darius Davis is your kick returner and punt returner. Your offensive line is from left to right. Rashawn Slater at tackle. Jamari Sawyer at left guard. Corey Lindsley at center. Zion Johnson at right guard and Trey Pipkins at right tackle. I think that's how we all see it going down. Yes. Um, anything interesting on the defense? I see here uh, 11 sacks for one Joey Bosa and uh, 8.6 sacks for Khalil Mack. Um, will the Chargers defense be successful if Joey Bosa and Cleo Mack combined for 19, 20 sacks. I need more sacks. Yeah. Hopefully those don't come in bunches. Um, he has uh, Tuli Tui Peloto, Pelutu uh, with 3.1 sacks and Chris Rumpf with 0.9. Um, I think... Uh, you know, if those two were to combine for four sacks, I think that would be great. I think these we aren't need... really great defensive numbers. Yeah, I think I uh, well, the team uh, he projects to only have forty-one sacks uh, total. You know, the Philadelphia Eagles last year had seventy sacks. Yeah, I'm not. Um, I don't know. Is the... asking to be Philadelphia, but I'm asking for just a little bit more. Yeah. Um, then uh, in the middle here, he has Eric Kendricks uh, and Kenneth Murray doing most of the work. Uh, draft pick Dayon Henley, um, 86 Where's snaps, Where's Mr. INT? He's on here. But um, I, for one, like, would like to see uh, Dayon Henley get more than 86 snaps this year. Um, whether that's for this year, you know, uh, whether that's he, you know, he's ready. I think you need to get him some snaps so he's prepared for next year. Yeah. And also, I I just think we spent way too much money for him not to be mentioned. Who's that? Mr. INT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here at cornerback, um, the corners, Asante Samuel, J.C. Jackson, Michael Davis, uh, they come in at six, uh, right at six interceptions as a group. I mean, that's low. If you're, if you're only getting forty-one sacks and fourteen interceptions, um, there's an issue. Uh, yeah, there's an issue on the defense, and the offense is really going to have to step up. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, so 
Derwin James with a lot of tackles uh, and Alohi Gilman playing alongside him. Yeah, so that is the projections for one Mike Clay here on a win total. He projects them to uh, have 10 wins. How do you feel about the Los Angeles Chargers going 10 and 7 in 2023? Sure. I don't know if I put it in here, but um, he has that uh, being the seventh seed in the AFC. Okay. And the Los Angeles Chargers traveling to Buffalo uh, Uh, in that wild card weekend. I would not like to travel to Buffalo. I like Buffalo. Yeah. I like Josh Allen. Yeah. Um, although they didn't play great at last year in the playoffs, but um, uh, let's push for that number six seed or yeah. or number five seed. Yeah. Let's, Maybe sneak another win out of there. Um, uh, obviously, he had the Kansas City Chiefs projected to win the most games in the AFC and have the bye. And, sure. Uh, I think that's going to be everybody's projection this year. Yeah. Uh, so that's his projections Wait, by the numbers. Pat who? <laughs> Pat, Pat who? Yeah, I don't, I don't think uh, you want to get on his bad side. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I... Let's take a look at the quarterback projections. He has Justin <laughs> Herbert here at the number eight rank. Oh. Um, it goes Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow. Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields, Deshaun Watson, and Justin a, Herbert right ahead of Kirk Cousins and Trevor Lawrence. That's a little high for one. Justin Fields? Justin Fields. And I don't think this is uh, like quarterback rating or anything like that. I think this is fantasy points. And so and, uh, I'm guessing yards per rush he has. The br- the Browns quarterback, that's a little high. Yeah, so I think Justin Fields, he's got him projected at 912 rushing yards and six mm-hmm. touchdowns. And Deshaun Watson at 485. So I think that's what slightly bumps them ahead of uh, one Justin Herbert. I know that Justin Herbert's like a gunslinger. Mm-hmm. But that's a little high for, for a rookie that broke out last year and a guy that got suspended came back and didn't play that well yeah he's he's pretty uh he's pretty bullish on deshaun watson for sure i let's pump the brakes yeah let's pump pump the brakes a little bit yeah so uh, we are already mentioned Patrick Mahomes' position rank number one. Uh, the other AFC West quarterbacks, you have Russell Wilson coming in here at number 12. Okay. And one Jimmy Garoppolo coming in at number 22. Perfect spots for them. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I mean, you know, it all stacks up and uh, different things. but uh, Russ, Russ didn't play as well. Last year, so we'll see. Yeah. Jimmy G always gets hurt. Another interesting uh, rankings here. You have the 
Tampa Bay Buccaneers duos, duo of quarterbacks. Okay. One Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask coming in 32 and 33, respectively. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Perfect spot for (laughs) Baker Mayfield. Uh, Rookies, Bryce Young comes in at 25. Right behind Jordan Love, C.J. Stroud at 28. And then you get to one Will Levis at 39. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. Okay. All right. Let's go on to our running back rankings here. Austin Eckler coming in number one. Um, Uh, Just the tremendous amount of targets. Uh, Scoring touchdowns. He's got him here at 12 touchdowns. Um, That would be a regression, obviously, from where Austin Eckler's been before. But, yeah, from a from a carry percentage he ranks or his his percentage is 46 percent of all carries and he's consuming 13 percent of all targets so Austin Eckler, your number one ranked uh running back okay and then joshua kelly here at 48 and isaiah spiller at 73 on this list. Yeah, I could see that. Yep. All right. There's not really much yeah. to complain about there. No. Uh, let's take a look at wide receivers. Uh, Keenan Allen coming in at 16. Um, That's what a little is, low. What? Well... I mean, I'll, I'll read off the names ahead of him, and you okay. tell me which one of these guys should be ranked lower than Keenan Allen. Okay. All right. At number one, Justin Jefferson. I think JJ should stay. At number two, Cooper Cup. Cooper. Uh, I mean, you know, with a healthy Matthew Stafford, mm. a Sean McVay offense, not a lot of, a lot of other... High end talent. He only he only had that one good year. Well, he was also injured last year, so I I I don't see. And that one good year was the triple crown. It was a great year. All right, so just yes or no, if Keenan Allen should be ranked above Cooper Cup? No. Yes. (laughs) Jamar Chase. No. Tyreek Hill. No. Devontae Adams. No. CeeDee Lamb. No. Stefan Diggs. I. When practicing and happy? When practicing and happy, <laughs> no. Amon Ross St. Brown. Yeah. Uh, Garrett Wilson? No. Jalen Waddle. No. A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown, no. T. Higgins. Yeah. Uh, no. No? D.K. Metcalf? Yeah. Ahead of D.K. I like it. Uh, Devonta Smith? No. Debo Samuel? No. Um, so he is ranked ahead of Chris Olave, Amari Cooper, Christian Watson, Mike Evans, Chris Goodwin, Godwin, D.J. Moore, Deontay Johnson. So, And then that brings us right to... 
after Deontay Johnson, uh, Mike Williams okay. comes in here at number 24. Mike Williams uh, as a, a number two option, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Joe Burrow's got the number three and number 12, and, you know, we're sitting at 16 and 24. You can't have everything, right? Well, and the other one is uh, Philadelphia's got A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith at 11 and 14. Nice place to be. Yes. Uh, The rookie shows up here at number 49. Yeah. Uh, Just behind a group of... Good place for a rookie. Just behind at 41. So he's at 49. At 41, you have Jackson Smith and Jigba, Jordan Addison, Cortland Sutton, Juju Smith-Schuster, DJ Chark, Gabriel Davis, Michael Gallup, Darnell Mooney. And he's just ahead of Alan Lazard. DJ Chark should be... He has the talent to be higher. Yeah, that's where he is at the moment in Carolina with all their share... Of the football. But. He's just ahead of Alan Lazard, Tyler Boyd, Kadarius Tony, Zay Jones, OBJ, Zay Flowers, Tyquan Thornton, Adam Thielen. OBJ should be higher. I yeah, I think it's the uh, year off returning from ACL, Baltimore's offense, Rashad Bateman, Zay Flowers. But he. Uh, the w- running game. was. On the projection to be uh, MVP of the Super Bowl. Yeah. So that's so where he, that's where the rookie ranks. That's not terrible. That's not terrible. All right. Last position, tight ends. And Gerald Everett comes in here at number 14. You okay with that? Uh, read me the names. Travis Kelsey, number one. Sure. Number two, Mark Andrews. Yes. Number three, TJ Hawkinson. Yes. He's in that Minnesota offense with Kirk Cousins getting 18% of the targets. I think to get more. Darren Waller with Danny Dimes in New York getting 18%. He should be ranked higher than. George Kittle. No. Kyle Pitts. In Atlanta, I, I mean, I have getting nineteen percent targets. I oh, have wow, haven't seen that much. Evan Ingram, mm. Dallas Goddard, Pat Fryermuth, Tyler Higby for the Los Angeles Rams. I think that's a um, rookie. A shot? No, he's not a rookie. It's just a a, a function of playing in a Sean McVay okay. offense. Alongside Cooper Cup and uh, finding him in space. Uh, David Njoku in Cleveland. Dalton Schultz taking his game to Houston. Okay. Cole Komet stepping up in Chicago. And those are the guys ranked ahead of Gerald Everett. Yeah. Just below Gerald Everett is one Greg Dolchich of the Denver Broncos. I'm... Dalton Kincaid from the Buffalo Bills, Jawan Johnson, New Orleans, Mike Isecki, New England, um, Chig Okonkwo uh, in Tennessee. So uh, it's not a not a terrible place to be. I would on this list rank. Uh, I would rank 
Buffalo's tight end a little bit higher. Understood. Uh, interesting enough, uh, you have Austin Hooper at 31 for the Las Vegas Raiders and Michael Mayer at 33. Uh, both uh, that would be 9% t- targets and 8% targets respectively, that- totaling 17% uh, targets for those two tight ends. Not, yeah, so that's where Gerald fits into the grand scheme of things. Not terrible. I get it. So, with those stats uh, and a 10 and 7 record, would you call that a successful Los Angeles Chargers 2023 season? No. Yeah, I think the I think we're going to have to find something on defense. Um and yeah, Kellen Moore's offense is going to have to I understand their projections does the whole league. This is not a Mike Clay bashing, um, but for it to be a successful season for Brandon Staley and the boys, I I think uh, I think if um, there's a problem with the defense, heads are going to roll. Yeah, <laughs> understood. Isn't, isn't he a defensive yeah, he minded is. head coach? Yeah, need I, that defense to step up. I think. Uh, we would be switching to an offensive-minded head coach. Yeah, so fingers crossed. Defense plays well. Offense puts up big numbers. I mean, we We, spent... The Chargers win more than 10 games. We spent a lot of money last year on the defense. We did. The Chargers did. All right, you ready to get out of here? Yes. All right. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. Do us a favor on Twitter at LAC Outside Zone. Follow us there. Uh, on this YouTube channel, Chargers Outside Zone, uh, subscribe, like, turn on notifications, all that happy stuff. Uh, we have a website, chargersoutsidezone.com. Email us at chargersoutsidezone at gmail.com. We have some episodes in the bank, so we're going to be hitting our Tuesday, Saturday a little bit better. As we get through the off season here, yes, and screaming very quickly towards training camp, yes. All right, thanks for joining us. Tune in Saturday to hear our early look at the Denver Broncos. Sure, it'll be great. Awesome. Yeah. With that, we'll get out of here. Thanks. Have a great weekend. Take care. Bye. Bye.